if Liverpool was a person, it was him. Oh, boy. Um, I woke up today not expecting the news that that I read. Uh, and I have Lewis from Good Sports Reviews, also of LFC Trans- Transfer Room, featured loads on uh, the Redman TV. Uh, so no better person to uh, kind of digest this um, than, than Lewis. Not many people. Yeah. <laughs> um, for, for the purpose, so Lewis, thank you so much for for coming on, and I just no, no, want to know what your reaction was. Obviously, it has come out of pretty much nowhere, and no rumors, no nothing. Um, in an age where everybody seems to know about everything, this has just like hit. What was your reaction? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I cried. Um, I'm <laughs> comfortable enough, I think, to admit that I did cry. Um, I've got a friend called MJ who uh, he's in this sort of community, actually. And mm. he messaged me saying, I, w- I won't say what he said because, you know, censorship and that. But oh. <laughs> I thought he's an Arsenal fan. So I thought originally it was something to do with Mikel Arteta. I thought Arteta had left or someone was injured or something had gone wrong and went on Sky and... Yeah, <laughs> wasn't wasn't the best news to start my day. Friday weekend off, and yeah, I just just it, it's. Do you know what? It's it's a mishmash of random emotions. I'm sad, but I'm scared because I don't know what's going to happen. But at the same time, I'm sympathetic because Klopp's explained his reasons, and it 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 was so hard to articulate. We we went live about like half an hour later, and it was so hard to articulate words to describe the situation. I mean, mm. I I don't know what your thoughts are on that sort of that sort of thing. I I woke up today to it, so I, I live in the US uh, uh, on the East Coast. So I woke up today, just grabbed my phone. Uh, I saw a WhatsApp message from um, like two of our co-host here on the podcast uh i think it was george mm. that said uh, wow like wow massive news and then um i think I, it might have been harry that said like you called it right because i had said mm. out of frustration in the preseason when we had lost six midfielders and signed just the two at that point and the premier league season was getting yeah. closer and we were recording our preseason predictions uh, so what I said was, um, last season during our bad run of form, I said, this is the last season for Jurgen Klopp. And I think Klopp himself said, mm. like, a lot of managers in that run last season would have just, you know, took a step aside. Um, yeah. And I felt at that point that it was the right time to kind of change things and, and uh, start fresh with a, with a new squad. Um, and we'll talk about, like, how amazing the rebuild has been. But then I was prepared from that point for the end. So yeah, at, when we were doing then our preseason predictions, I said it again. This will be our last season. Uh, I don't think I didn't think this season mm. would go as well as it has done so far. And I was totally prepared for this to be Jurgen Klopp's last. Um, thank you. Goodbye. Uh, let's start like fresh, uh, somewhere like with, yeah. with the, the fresh-faced squad, which. Ultimately, what we've been doing, Liverpool 2.0, as, as Jurgen Klopp has, has uh, kind of named it. Um, so I kind of took the news well. I was surprised for sure because I didn't think he would leave yeah. after the start that he had. I thought he would see his contract out until 2026. Mm. But no. I think most of us did. I think, 
most people, the the narrative going into it was always, and Klopp's even said it himself, to be fair, that he was going to see out the contract. He was always going to stay until yes. the end. But yes. at, the, at the same time, I think we have sort of been living a bit in denial because he has also said, look, the day I'm too tired to carry on is the day I'll leave. And lo and behold, that's, that's what's happened. Um, I've, the talks of him possibly extending beyond 2026, I think we're just people living in hope. I've never been of that camp. I always knew he would go, or I thought he was going to go at the end of the contract. Yes, I never did. thought, yeah, I mean, I, I never thought a few days after reaching another cup final and just before, as we're starting to go in towards the beginning of the run-in for the Premier League title, this would be when he announces it. But mm. I'm happy... I, and he said it himself, he's done it because there's people who have long-term investments in this club, i.e. staff yeah, and yeah. coaches who need to know what the future is. So I, I, he's done this from the most selfless perspective that he possibly could have done. That's why Jurgen Klopp is one of my, one of my favorite men, like, of all time. Mm. Um, and people can, can get a bit, you know, caught into the... And rightly so, because that's the stuff that goes most public on social media these days. The negative parts yeah. when he, uh, you know, talks about the wind playing a factor in a bad result, or um, <laughs> I, the refereeing decisions, or the, all the uh, lunchtime kickoffs that we seem to get. And mm. people, people can kind of react to that kind of negatively, and you know, sometimes rightly so. But the mm. mindset of Jurgen Klopp going into the job and the mindset he has remained with um, and kind of the selflessness of it all is certainly something uh, that just has built his his legacy throughout. And um, the way he's gone about it today and since November, since he uh, told the board earlier, I think has been 100% spot on. There are a few on Twitter yeah. that have like that questioned the timing a little bit, but it literally couldn't have been better because you leave it until the the mm. summer and you catch everyone by surprise, and then the search becomes much more yeah. hectic. But now, all the people at the club have time to think about what's next. All the actual technical staff that's leaving with him, Pep Linders and Peter Kravitz, uh, you know, being on the the head of that, yeah. Um, and they they also have the chance of, of thinking about themselves and, and their families and their kids and uh, school and everything else. Um, and then yeah. Liverpool can, yeah, which yeah, you know, take their time and um, get the next man in. Yeah, and it's a fair it's the fair way of looking at. It. At the end of the day, we we live in this world where we think that the manager has to give everything to the club and he has, and the coaches have and the players have. And I think it's only fair that in this scenario, he's thinking of himself because people will often go on saying, you know, you hear the pundit saying, can the players push another season? Can they run another season? But no one ever says, is the manager able to carry on another season? It's, it must be draining because it's not a job where you can shut off. It's a job where, Every waking minute of your life is dedicated to that. And Klopp said so himself. And yeah. for someone who puts so much effort into this team, who's already rebuilt it once and is having to do it again, has gone to three Champions League finals and pushed us to win in the league almost three times. This would be the fourth. That must take so much effort and energy. And, you know, 
he's in his 60s now or coming up to his 60s yeah. he's a grandfather now he wants to spend time with his family he we as fans cannot thank him enough for what he's done i think the best thing we can do is just to support the decision and enjoy the short time we've got with him before the next manager comes in 100 percent, and to uh kind of build on uh, your point about uh, kind of the tiredness and uh you know the want to live a normal life uh from his press conference quote i realize my resources aren't endless put everything uh left into his season take a break that was kind of the uh the first things he yeah. he kind of said um this club needs a manager on top of their game and he feels mm-hmm. that he cannot do this um at the at his very best ability beyond this season um so the mindset yeah. since november has been give it everything you have left empty the tank for the rest of it um and uh you know let the club go again um in the yeah. in the best possible way um, do I go the sentimental route or the, pra- let's go practical, uh, okay. replacements. The talk will have to start now, Lewis, <laughs> uh, who, yeah, everybody's talked about Xavi Alonso. Everyone has talked about Xavi Alonso yeah. inevitably because he is yeah. among the names linked. He's probably the most fitting and the one doing the best job at the moment top of the Bundesliga as we speak yeah. on the 26th of January. Four points clear of Bayern Munich um, with the same number of games played between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, is that is that your first choice? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And do you know what? I think Alonso is... The style of football he plays is very reminiscent of Klopp. And I think another thing that Alonso has got going for him is... When Klopp leaves, whoever comes in after him is going to be up against it because they're not going to be as loved. They're not going to be as cherished as Klopp is. Alonso, being a former player of ours, will come in with that extra step ahead that a lot of other managers won't because we know who he is. We know what what he's capable of. He'll have the love of the fans. Like when Lampard went to Chelsea, you know, they got rid of Potter. Lampard came in because they knew the fans would respond well to it. Alonso's got that same sort of feel about it and tactically he's brilliant he's shown that he's capable of competing up against the big boys in Bayern Munich I just it, there's no other manager I can think of who would fit the role as well who would play the Liverpool way Alonso's not the most like not passionate but Klopp's very charismatic Alonso's not that per se but I'd love to see him in the dugout for us. I think it, that it, Klopp was a perfect fit. I think Alonso is the next perfect fit after Klopp. On this channel, I've gone on a lot about Bayer Leverkusen uh, in general, uh, yeah. and kind of their performances Same. this season. One of our videos, uh, I think it's like the most watched on the channel. But anyway, it's like it details yeah, yeah. Uh, how Bayer Leverkusen have uh, played so far um, and, ha- and how incredibly where they've been performing but my reason for Alonso is not that it is a similar start to to Jurgen Klopp I think it's healthy to have a new kind of playing philosophy um, Mm -hmm. and and kind of start fresh if you try I think if you try to replicate something that uh, Klopp has has done it ultimately won't be um, as high quality let's say but the technical 100%. ability of the this current Liverpool squad and how young they are and willing to learn, I think fits fantastically well. So 
Leverkusen play back a back three. It's uh, it's like a three four two one. The only question would be about those two behind mm-hmm. the striker, but at the back and in midfield, I think it makes perfect perfect sense. So the back three would be Virgil Van Dijk, Raimo Kanate, Joe Gomez, wing back Trent, um, left wing back Robertson or Simikas. Mm-hmm. And then in the attack, it shifts into a back four. Robertson remains at left back. Joe Gomez will go into right back. Perfect. Absolutely pro- perfect. Like, that's yeah. the exact role Odilon Kosinu uh, is doing for, for Leverkusen at the moment. It's It fits like a glove. Uh, the midfield two, you yeah. get a double pivot of, let's say, Alexis McAllister mm-hmm. and Watarando, which is a double pivot yeah. I've been dreaming of. Since the start of the season, <laughs> ever since we got Alexis McAllister in, um, yeah, and and Endo, of course, um, and it's it's like at, all, up until this point, it's only been Wataru Endo or McAllister. It's so annoying. But uh, the the question will be about how to utilize Mohamed Salah, so given he's a he's a wider player, um, mm-hmm. and how you can fit that yeah. into the kind of the two behind the striker. But not too concerned about that because Xavi Alonso will come in and and like look at the squad and see how he can fit them to the best of their abilities it's not yeah. going to be i think a lot of people get caught up in what the like the manager currently does at their team and how like yeah, yeah it's yeah. gonna fit to the exact like in an exact clone of a tactic yeah. which you know it doesn't make a lot of sense to talk about it that way but the principles are there and you know yeah. Xavi Alonso's well, affinity with the we saw it when well, when Klopp came in, his first season, he tried playing the Dortmund style of football and it didn't it worked to an extent, but he had to change it up in the next two seasons. He yeah. went much more defensively and controlled rather than continuous rock and roll football or heavy metal football, sorry. Yeah. Um the only thing that's that you mentioned there, like we spoke about that back five, you know, Trent, Gomez, Canate, Van Dijk, Robertson, and then you mentioned Salah and all these players. Yeah. My other concern is when Klopp goes are some of those players then thinking, oh, you know, Klopp was a big reason for me being here. Like Salah could just as easily go and then Alonso is going to have to, or whoever comes in is going to have to then bring in their own players. Yeah. I mean, that might that might go towards what you're saying where the whole system had changed and they might have to bring in new players who can play that role. I mean, it, that is a genuine possibility. I also wouldn't be too surprised if Pep Landers actually ends up staying at Liverpool and uh, takes the manager role. Like those yeah, to I me, I think that. I see one of those two. Um, Pep Landers, there's a lot of time left. Mm. Linders might change his mind yeah. and and uh, be approached and after a, obviously an extensive search for a new uh, manager, um, the board might co- uh, go to Pep Landers and go, you know, would you mind staying for three years or four years? Um, <laughs> And he and he might take yeah. it, and I think he would be ready. Um, but other than those two, I I just I feel like any other name would be a little bit too random at the moment. Having not yeah still digesting the news and not having put much thought into it, like let's bring in Unai Emery. This feels a little bit random. I would, oh. I would love Unai Emery. I I really rate him as a as a manager uh, and someone that brings yeah. you know brings players to the to the best best level and punches above their weight um michel yeah. from girona st- uh, again a little bit too rent like he's had mm. a season where they're performing incredibly like at an unbelievable level um i think the most yeah. entertaining team in the world to watch at the moment are girona but 
other than yeah, Ty Alonso and, and Perez. I agree. It feels random still. I mean, Ruben um, Am- Am- uh, Amarim as well. Ruben Amarim. He could okay. the okay. sporting. Yeah, yeah. He okay. might be a good one. It it just feels like because <laughs> I, the only way I could describe this before, and I got laughed at before, it feels okay. like a breakup where like you've just you've just broke up. So you don't want to be thinking about the next. Oh yeah. Person <laughs> and, like anyone, anyone you say, I'm just gonna be like, well, it's not Klopp. It's not. Klopp. Yeah, it's not. So, no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's not. The, it's not the same. And you know, it, no one, it, Alonso fits Liverpool I think Pep Linders I'm not sold I'd like it as a sort of just to give it a go and see how it goes kind of thing hmm. there's no one who I look at and think you'd fit like you like people have said Deserby I don't want Deserby no, no, uh, no I think no. he's very overrated some people have said Thomas Frank I don't want Thomas Frank no uh he's I think he's not a good that. manager but he's just not to the level yeah some people said Zidane, absolutely not. I think he's a great manager, but personality-wise, and I just I think there'd be too much conflict. It wouldn't work. So it's it's just the weird scenario, and I think that the sooner we appoint... The only thing is, if Alonso is to be the next manager, ideally we need to appoint him sooner rather than later so mm. we can get things moving. But while Leverkusen are top of the league in the position they are, they're not going to announce that because it'll disrupt Leverkusen's season. Yes. So it, it, it's a bit of a catch-22 situation. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of time. Um, and as you say, it's nobody is going to be Jurgen Klopp. And I think... No. Oh, man, I, I, I wrote something down here while I was... Um, you know, watching the press conference and taking notes because I'm a professional, of course. Um, <laughs> he said something like, "The stands will stay forever, the AXA will stay forever," and I and I couldn't help but like think this mm. is legacy. No one yeah. can come into Liverpool in in my eyes and keep like have the permanent legacy that Jurgen Klopp will have at Liverpool and in world yeah. football in general. You think of the all the Anfield renovations, uh, obviously the new training ground, and Melwood ended up mm-hmm. ending up being part of Liverpool Football Club as well. Um, yeah. And just the incredible transformation from where the club was before he was appointed. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think anyone 100%. will be able to come in and leave a mark as as he did. Um, so uh, ultimately, a sad, sad day. One that I will admit I saw coming. Not today. Not today. Um, no, but, no one fought today. Yeah. But uh, yeah, all we can all we can do now is just enjoy the rest of it, right? Yeah, I mean. I did the video on my channel and I went to a bit of a passionate rant about it. I would just come off me my tear fest. I won't oh, I was a bit. I want to watch that then. I, I couldn't. I, <laughs> I was fine at that point. I was okay. I just. I was more sort of. Do you know what? I, I was angry, and it wasn't. I was angry at Klopp at all. I have absolutely no anger towards him. I was angry because it feels like we can't do enough to sort of pay him back. Mm. And in it, I said we could win every free trophy for the next three seasons and it still would not be able to pay back what he's done for us so the best thing we can do now as a club and as a fan base is 
make sure that the support is as good as possible make sure that the players are playing to the best of their ability and we give it all and try and win every single one of those trophies because if he's not lifting the premier league title in may i'll be disappointed not for us but for him because i've never said or this season i have not said once we are going to win the league i've always said city now i am determined in us to win this league because if this doesn't put a fire underneath the players to go and do it nothing will i think it will i think it will um and i I can can only hope we win the league then um Oh man, <laughs> I, the the thought of like us coming short at the last day of the season yet again is just crept in my mind. Can't happen. God forbid. Cannot happen. If it Can't happens, happen. I'll be no. Yeah. <laughs> Can't happen. Nah. But I mean, yeah. What in in your opinion? Then I mean, is is Alonso the manager for you, or is there, is there anyone else apart from him and Pep Linders who is a bit of a, a left left field shout for who should come in? I it it like right now it is it is Alonzo. Like Alonzo is just the mm. I think the the best culture and tactical fit. Um I I don't know what else can happen. Uh who else can mm. can be quite as an okay a fit. Um I really I really don't know. I really don't know any if like yeah. Some left field shout that comes in the next two months uh, might come up, and we would be, oh wow, how how haven't we thought this sooner? This is something. How have we not thought like, of this person? Uh, yeah, how how come haven't we I thought? Mean, that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, the one thing I will say is that uh, Stephen Gerrard three years ago we would have said, oh yeah, oh. bring him in. No, um, yeah. absolutely not. Of course, but no, I, don't know. I think no. let's just let's just enjoy the rest of it. Let the let the club do what you know they can um yeah but I, they, they, they've got a, the they've moment, said themselves like yeah i mean and they've said themselves like that they are starting the search now for a manager yes. so they're not leaving it they're, they're trying to get ahead of the game have you got a um i feel like it's a, an in memoriam video i'm so sorry i'm, I'm not i'm not normally this morbid but um <laughs> is, have you got a, a favorite a favorite yoga yes Klopp? Moment, hundred percent. time, they won the Champions League on my birthday. Really? Yeah, that's amazing. That is uh, that is definitely my favorite. Can't um, talk about my favorite day. Yeah. Um, followed very closely by four 0 Barcelona. Uh, that day, though, I mm. missed the first half because I had exams later that day, and I I just mm. did, I just didn't think we'll win, so I just like, left it let the studying distract me and uh uh but then i i saw it was three nil and at that at that point i went up to mm. like i went opened the tv <laughs> and watched the rest of it and the riggy goal goes in and everything else um forget the exams we've got more yeah, forget, things to worry about forget the exams um i didn't take my shirt off when uh, uh riggy scored or anything like that no 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 <laughs> um but no winning the champions league on my birthday is certainly certainly up there that's brilliant. Um, what about you? Yeah, that's that's to be on your birthday. You know what? I think if it's a clock moment, I've got two, and one of them is sort of what you'd expect, and one of them's a very niche one. Oh, go on. So I love from from doubters to believers is undoubtedly my favorite moment because oh, I think that was day. the perfect 
first day that was the perfect message to give out at that time mm-hmm. and i think my other one is i think it's that season and milner it's against villarreal and milner like slides in for a tackle in the europa league and klopp pumps his fist in it and then he turns around to the crowd and starts giving it all this and mm. getting everyone and it's so I love them I fell in love with that point because I just thought he's he's what we've been crying out for like Brendan Rodgers I like Brendan but Klopp was something different and just to see his passion running up the touchline running onto the pitch hugging Allison, yeah the celebrate I just I, I adore it I love the passion and it was so it was if Liverpool was a person it was him Oh yeah, they're my two. Yeah, if Liverpool was a person, that is him. I I love that quote. I think we'll end there. I think that's a a (laughs) perfect way to end it. The greatest Liverpool manager of the modern era, um, obviously the the one that has won everything at Liverpool, um, the only man to do so. The the man that has won 106 out of 108 points or something mad. Uh, at one point in the Premier League? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I Nobody can replace him, but all we can do is enjoy the ride. Thank you, Lewis. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, for stopping by on the channel. No, no. Thank you so much for having me on. Really appreciate it.